It's time for another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. Now it's recording. At least I saw it before. That was only a minute. Okay. At least I saw it before all we right. went. I guess we got to start all over. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Core Extra Podcast. I'm Kurt. And I'm Steve. As you guys can probably hear, we are not in the studio. We um, we decided to go on location for this um, episode because we can't go to the movies. No, not uh, with COVID. Not with the COVID. So we are actually at a local drive-in. The uh, Starlight Drive-In. One of the two local drive-ins that we have here in the, in the uh, city or outskirts of Cincinnati. Yeah, we are, now it's daytime, so there's no movie show. No, no movies right now. We're just sitting here. But we thought we would come up here. But now, you you were telling me before um, about a place that's showing movies on a building. Yes, yes, because a lot of people are being... Uh, a lot of uh, neighborhoods... Eh, a lot of neighborhoods have decided to, to bring the neighborhood... Uh, <laughs> All right, I know of a place in an area called College Hill, which is somewhat in the Cincinnati area. I'm not going to tell you exactly where it is. You can find it. Look it up on a map. Um, they are taking, there's a huge building, and what they're doing is they're having uh, showing movies on the side of the building. And you can drive up in the car. It's a community event for uh, College Hill. It's a pretty neat thing. Really? Brings people together. Yeah, you know, I mean, you can't get out, you can't socialize, but, you know, you can bring your lawn chairs, your family stay together, and you can watch the movie on the side of a building. Also, usually now, it didn't this year because we canceled all events, but Spring Grove Cemetery even puts up a movie uh, screen. Really? And people can come out and watch the movie, yeah. I honestly didn't know that. Well, I will tell you this, I, this is our second time at the Starlight, for me. Mm-hmm. I was here last week for a surprise birthday party. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean... At the drive-in. At the drive-in. Well, you know, there's a bunch of people that we hang with who are in their late, late 50s, uh, maybe going to be 60. Mm-hmm. I think I'm the oldest one going to be 60. And none of them have been to the drive-in for 25 years. Mm. So when I mentioned to surprise my girlfriend at the drive-in, they were like, oh, man, I haven't been there in, you know, in years. That sounds like a great idea. So we surprised her at the drive-in. And uh, the only problem is the only movies they're showing, because nobody's made a new movie in six months, is Harry Potter and mm. E.T. And, you know, you've seen them all. But it's just the idea of getting out and at least sitting around talking to people sure. that you haven't seen for a while. So it was a great time. I didn't know you could do that. Go to the driving? No, I mean, I didn't know you could, like, have a party at the driving. Well, I think they kind of gave us a break, because, you know, you got to have them food licenses... When you come in, you know, oh. if you bring your own food, you got to pay like 20 bucks. Oh, okay. So, I, didn't I think that. they kind of slid it by on us. Oh, I didn't Plus, know they put us in the last row, so we weren't bothering anybody anyway. Okay. And I don't think you're allowed to bring alcohol, but... Nope, party's you know, over. We kind of snuck it in. Allegedly. Allegedly. So... Well, I'm, I didn't know. I didn't know. At least there's some kind of things going on, because the only place you can catch a movie now is like... On um, on demand or streaming, which I like. 
which you, I like a lot. You know, I, I did just read today that Netflix is up millions of dollars mm-hmm. because nobody can do anything but stay at home. Right. Well, I watch a lot of that. I watch a lot of Netflix, Amazon Prime, and some of the other ones. But I didn't know that they had um, these parties at the drive-in. So a long time ago, uh, you know, at the drive-ins, they used to show, I don't know, I mean, a lot of you probably experienced this, where they have three movies. You know, it'd be a triple, what they call it? A triple, triple feature. Triple feature. That's what it was called. Three whole movies. So this would go on all night. So one time, me and a couple guys, we decided to go to the drive-in. So we stopped at the convenience store on the way and, and got some uh, beverages, you know. Now, I was a senior in high school, so clearly it wasn't alcohol. No. <clears throat> it was it just well, probably soda, Gatorade, you know, stuff like that. So, so we pull into the drive I don't even remember what the three movies were, but I know we started watching the first movie. And uh, to this day, I remember watching the first movie and then waking up and everybody leaving. Because the third movie was was already over. You had too much of your... Gatorade. Gatorade. Yeah, I had too much of the sports drink. You know, yeah. That was probably the last time I was at the drive-in. Because, because... No, that's not true. So, that was a long time ago, senior in high school. So then, at some point... I don't know, in the, in the last few years, maybe in the 80s, 90s, no, maybe 90s, I remember going to the drive-in because... 30 years ago. Yeah, because they had, you don't need those big speakers anymore. Right. You just tune your radio station yeah, to the... Yeah, that's right. And which I had never seen before, because I was used to that big, remember that big clunky speaker? The big clunky was, speaker, you put it on your, win- on your uh, window when you yeah. roll it up. Oh, so the one drive-in we used to go to here... It's gone. It's torn down now. Uh, I'll tell you the name of it. It was torn down. It's gone. Long gone. It was called the Twin Drive-In. Twin Drive-In. I know where that is. Because they had a screen in the front, and you could circle around and go in the back. So, of course, what the move was, was watch one movie in the front, and then sneak around to the back side, the side not facing the street, and watch another movie. But they used to have uh, Bruce Lee movies there when I was a kid, karate movies. And you could get out. They had like a playground in the front of it, you know. I can imagine where you're going. Oh yeah, so we'd be up there, high karate and everything, man, thinking we were Bruce Lee, you know. But you know the, uh, uh, they had one of those things. uh, You get on and just spin around in a circle. Yeah. They had one of those, and we would get up there and do that, and then try to do karate, (laughs) stumbling around like we were drunk. Speaking of those spin around things, and I know Mm -hmm. this is not with the driving. Have you seen those videos where a guy will put, like, a motorcycle up against it and the back wheel will spin and it'll make yes. that thing go Makes so fast yeah. it throws people off? Yes, I've seen that. And those people, when they fall off, they don't fly off, like, you know, perfect like Superman. They're head over heels flying <laughs> right. off and landing. I've seen that. I know exactly what you mean. But that's what we used to do. We used to, and then, so then, of course, there was this other drive-in. And if you... It was a street, a residential street, right next to it. So if you pulled down that street and got just in the right parking spot, you could see the majority of the screen, and because of those speakers, 
that we were talking about. Yeah. You could actually hear the movie, so you could catch the movie for free. If and so we would go down there and park, but you had to be in the right parking spot to hear it. And of course, we used to go and get food. And by the time we spent all the money on food and drinks, we should have just went to the drive. Just just went to the driving. How could, about uh, uh, hiding people in the trunk oh, or yeah. on the back floor with a cover? All the trying time. to get them into the for free. And then it opened the trunk and everybody everybody's gets out. out. Everybody's out. I think they had the dumbest people working at the drive-in, or they didn't care. They didn't care, probably. One way or the other. But I tell you, the, the twin used to have those hot dogs in the aluminum foil. Yeah. <laughs> no telling what that meat was, but that was the first thing I'd get. I didn't care about popcorn. I'd get one of those hot dogs, and the cars were so big back then. You could sit on the tr- like the hood of the car and eat the hot dogs and drink your... So, Sody Pop, as they called it, and watch Bruce Lee kick people's ass. I remember one time at the drive-in, I actually took a camera out and took a picture of the screen. And you know, that's a no-no. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if it was their security or uh, police mm-hmm. came. Now, I'm talking, let's see, 40 years ago. Right. So, you know, at 40 years ago, it's, it's not like it is today. 40 years ago, if, if security, it could be anybody with a badge, said, give me your camera, you'd be like, okay, sir. You know, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't like my constitutional rights. Or, yeah. You know, you just gave it up. Well, and plus that guy was probably like just a senior in high school back yeah, then. Uh, yeah, yeah. These were guys that like lived in the neighborhood and put on a security guard out there. Speaking of, here's going back. We're going to get off the drive-in for a second. Do you remember the ushers would lead you to your seat in the cinema, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and would point to where a seat might be open? Now you're on your own. Yeah, now you're on your own. You know, they you have the flashlight. In, remember? Yeah, and flashlight. Now you just have to go in and try to find yourself. Well, you have a flashlight on your phone now, so you really don't need the guy. But yeah, yeah he used to walk the aisles yep. with the flashlight and point to seats. And I remember I was, and I I tell you the movie, it was an Al Pacino movie called Cruisin'. Yeah, I remember that. Terrible movie. Mm-hmm. Okay? The movie theater was packed because it was very controversial at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it was the gay lifestyle. Very very controversial well, 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 40 years ago. Yeah, but it was also like the underground. Yes. In New York, I think. Yes. And a guy was killing people yes. or something. Yes, yeah. I mean, And Al Pacino had to go undercover. He had to go undercover. Right. So the cinema was packed. And I remember that there was a guy sitting with his girlfriend and there were two seats open and the guy the only seats open were those two and maybe one in the back and the guy comes down with the usher and the usher says uh, we have two right here and he was with his girlfriend now both of them must have weighed 500 pounds oh really and the guy that was sitting there because i was sitting right behind him and I'm praying they don't sit there because they're yeah. also six feet eight. I was going to say, you can't see. Can't see. He says to the usher, these seats are taken. And, and the usher says, well, I don't see anybody there. And he got up and sat in that seat. He says, now they're taken. And the guy says to the couple, well, it looks like the seat's taken. And the one big guy says, that's okay. I'll sit right between them. And he went right in and got it right between them. <laughs> And then the other lady went on the other side of that guy. So that guy, trying to be an asshole, lost his seat next to his girlfriend. Yeah. And then the guy turns to the big guy and says, 
because I'm sitting right there. All right, all right. How about if we move? And he said, nope. Nope. And he sat next to his girlfriend the whole night. Oh, no, no, they should have just left. Both of them. Yeah. She just went somewhere That's what else. you get for being an ass. But, I'm, yeah, that's I remember the ushers. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And then, so, on Sundays. Now, this is when I was a little kid. On Sundays, after church, we used to get dropped off at a triple, triple header or a triple feature. They would show three karate movies at, at, at downtown. And it was very cheap. And we would get dropped off. And they were, they were, some of them were armed, but they would let you yeah, in yeah. if the parents let you in. Well, you know, showed you in or paid for your ticket and let you in. And we would go down there and watch three karate movies. Yeah, I remember that. We would be there. So the deal was, if it was a Bruce Lee movie, it was always the last one. You know, they make you sit through two of these other ones until it got to Fist of Fury or Chinese Connection, which you had already seen. But you got to go see it again, you know. And it wasn't the mega complexes. No, no, Where there no. were 12. No. You might have 10, 15 movie theaters in the city of Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, yeah. They and all you would like, go to. Yeah, and they, they were. like one-shot deals. They were like palaces. Oh, yeah. Old, from the old days. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they were just one screen. Yeah. That was it. One screen. I remember I saw uh, Earthquake mm-hmm. downtown at the old... Palace Cinema, maybe? Palace, yeah. And uh, it was in Sensoround. Oh, Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah, it was called Sensoround. Sensoround. And they had, basically what they did was, they just put two giant speakers yeah. behind you. And when the place was crumbling, they just blasted them speakers yeah. up as loud as they could. Yeah, Made you, Sensoround. Is that, is yeah, that, that was, yeah, that's the way yeah. I remember it. Or might, could it have been Surround Sound? No, and it we was Sensoround. No, it was Sensoround. Okay. And, um, yeah, they would just turn those speakers up and made you feel, I guess, because I've never been in an earthquake. I guess that was supposed <laughs> to make you feel like you were in an earthquake. But I know it busted your eardrums. They turned it up so loud. Well, the, at, we used to have a theater downtown called The Times. set right on the corner. And that's where I saw my first James Bond movie. It was uh, Diamonds Are Forever. First James Bond movie in the theater. It was Diamonds Are Forever. Was that with? That was Connery. Connery, okay. And I thought that was the coolest thing uh, to to see it on a big screen. Oh. That may have been the first. Well, it wasn't the first movie theater I've been to, but that was one of the old movie theaters, you know. And we used to have. Now I'm going from memory. One, two, four, five. There were like five movie theaters in downtown Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. All at the same time. Yes. And you would go some to some across the street from each other. Yep. You would, I was going to say, you'd go to one and see what was showing here and then walk across the street and see what was showing there. Yeah. They were all they were all open and functional all at the same time. And the big one was the RKO Albi that sat on the corner right by Fountain Square. And if you ever look up any old pictures of Fountain Square, you'll see the RKO Albi right across the street. That's where the Westin is. Yeah. yeah, that's where I saw uh, yeah. um, this earthquake. And it was huge, and that was like a castle. Yes, downtown it was huge. And, I mean, and two it, floors. Yep, and even on the inside, it was huge. Uh, on the inside, and and right across the street from that was another one, and then right around the corner, 
So it was a big deal to go down downtown yeah. to, go to, to go to the movies. And then I remember they opened the Cinemaplex. Cineplex, or whatever you want to call it. And it had, at the time, it had six screens. And I just thought that was the most amazing thing I had ever heard of. Six different screens where I could pick this or that or this. Now that same one I had, think has 18. Yeah. <laughs> well, to get back to the single cinema, the uh, Hollywood, which was in Cincinnati, the Hollywood cinema, I remember we would go there on a Saturday for a matinee. And I still remember to this day the matinee that I went to, because you didn't care what the movie was. Right. Just so you went to the movie. It literally, I remember it was called Rumpelstiltskin. Really? And I, I know the movie because, well, you all remember, if you're my age, 59, now you want to sit as far away from the screen as you can. Right. Then you sat right in the front row. Right. You tried to sit in the front row. Now those are the last seats that are taken, the front row. Nobody wants to look straight up. But when you didn't go to the movies a lot, that was a big deal to be that close to such a giant screen. So I remember there were five of us. We went to Rumpelstiltskin. The show, the cinema was sold out for the Rumpelstiltskin show. They literally sold us tickets and we sat on the floor <laughs> in between the first row and the screen really? and laid on the floor with people's, where people's feet was. Really? Yeah. I'll never forget that. Man, you wanted to see that bad. Yeah, I'm, I just wanted to see anything. Right. You know, because... Hell, we lived in an age of five, nine, and twelve, three TV stations. When you got to go to the movies, I remember seeing all John Wayne's movies up there. We don't know what that was. No. But it sounded like some sort of explosion. <laughs> yeah. At the old folks' Well, then there it is again. Yeah. So whatever they detonated the first time, it didn't take because they just did it again. There's a shoot over there. Maybe there's... Yeah, it's not maybe... Yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, well, I can tell you this about um, the um, when you said going in and it was crowded. When we used to go to the movies, the, the, the single screen, it was normal for the place to be packed. Yeah. It was always packed. You, you know, anytime you went, I mean, just to have a full cinema was no big deal. It was always packed. So, you know, as we get older, and that happened less and less. The only time, the only movie in the recent, in my recent years going to the movies that I saw like it was back then was when the um, when uh, Black Panther was released. And some other Marvel movies were crowded, like the Avengers were crowded and everything. But Black Panther, when it came out, I went to see it maybe a week after it came out, and I mean it was like the old school packed theater you know you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah even in that front row that you talked about uh, that was crowded um, Avengers Endgame was similar Avengers were similar a lot of the Marvel movies were similar but but there was not one empty seat in the Black Panther one Black Panther release and that was a week after it came out it was not one empty seat I don't know if I ever told you or even, even talk about it on a podcast when we went to see Black Panther so the movie's supposed to start at, let's just say, 3 o'clock, okay? So we're sitting there, and nothing, nothing. Screen's blank. Nothing's going on. So we're waiting, waiting, waiting. Nothing. It's like 
So somebody goes and talks to the manager, and they literally just forgot to turn. I've had that happen. I've had to go up and yeah. tell them that they hey. forgot to turn it on. Or I've had the screen completely blank, and it's just talking. Yeah. And they uh, forgot to turn it on. You have to go in there and tell them, like, hey, uh, yeah, something wrong with the movie. So whoever was supposed to go in there and hit the button didn't go hit the button. So then when it came on, everybody started applauding. You know, now that was just because the movie came. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw something on TV the other day, and you'll you'll know this. It was one of the old movies, um, Ragtime. Yeah. You remember Ragtime? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the old Ragtime. James Cagney was. James in Cagney yeah. was in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was. I think that was his last movie. Was it? He played that old, uh, like police. Oh uh, yeah. Remember. He wasn't the... Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was watching on TV, and it literally came across, and you'll remember this, even the old, older movies when we would go. Like today, you'll see a movie that's three hours, two hours and 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. When we would go to the movies, and a movie would be so long, mm-hmm. you'd have an intermission. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember, it would come up, the, the screen would go blank, and the word intermission would yep. come up. It would a clock. Yeah, and you could Counting go down. and you could go get something. They gave you a chance to go to the restroom. Yep. Now there's no such thing as an intermission. Nope. But Ragtime came on TV the other day, mm-hmm. and it was like three hours, and the word intermission came up on the TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it broke for like five minutes. Well, the last modern day movie I went to see at the movie theater that had an intermission. You can't believe it. The last one was Scarface with Al Pacino. And it was an intermission? Yeah. It was, I'll never forget it, because I had read the book. And Was there an intermission in the book? In the intermission book I put the book down. <laughs> there was a lot of intermissions in the book. <laughs> they, uh, the scene where... Uh, I really don't know what that is. That sounds like a dumpster closing. I don't know what it is. Well, tune into the news tonight. Yeah, tune in. Yeah. You'll hear it. So, the scene when uh, Tony Montana kills Frank and he goes back to the to the house and has Michelle fight for pack her bags because they're leaving. Yeah. And they show Tony, I, I can't remember who was on the first floor and second floor, but one of, one of them, like Tony was on the first floor, she was on the second floor packing, and you could see the shot of the house, like from the pool. And then it just kind of faded and intermission came up. <laughs> intermission. Because that's a long movie, yeah. And then when they came back, they were together, you know. Now yeah. they don't care. You either yeah. watch it or not. Well, you know, there's a website, and I yeah. don't know what it is. I know exactly what it is. Maybe you've seen it, where it'll tell you, you punch in the movie, it'll tell you the parts where you can get up and go to the bathroom, like slow parts and all I, that. I believe it's literally called Pee Break. Pee Break? And it's Carson Palmer's brother. Oh, is it? Yeah, what's the one that played with the Bengals? The one Palmer. Jordan? Jordan Palmer. He's mm-hmm. He is part owner of the site. Really? I don't know if that's the exact word, pee break, yeah. but it has something to do with pee. Yeah, and it'll, and, it'll, and it'll tell you when you can go. When you can go to the bathroom. You're not going to miss anything. I, saw, I remember, and this is older too, the first time I saw any of that, I don't know if it was that site, but the first time I saw that mentioned was during Terminator 2. And if you remember Terminator 2, there's after they escaped the asylum and all that, and 
they're out at the farm or something and Linda Hamilton is cleaning her guns and, and all that jazz. I think that's T2, isn't it? Yeah. And she's cleaning her weapons and, and all of this. Um, they say that part right there is when you can go. You're not going to miss anything. Because they're on their way to the guy's house, if I'm remembering right, where he peels his arm off. Yeah. Which, so that So right there, they say that's the time to go. Because you just get a lot of background stuff. How Linda Hamilton basically went nuts, you know, to, to everybody else. But the viewers all know that she was right. You know, there really was a, a, a Terminator. So, but that's the first time I remember that. I don't know if that was Jordan Palmer's. He's probably too young for that. But yeah, he's probably too young for but that. That's one. the first time I saw that. First time I saw that. But uh, yeah, so that's what I heard. He is now. I'm sure Jordan Palmer's a quarterback. Uh, he is uh, probably not the one that made that up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, okay, here's what it's called. Run P. Run P. Run P. That's funny. The be- it's the app that gives you the best times to run and pee during a movie. <laughs> you can actually download it. Run P. You can download this and the Core Extra podcast. <laughs> At the same time? At the same time. What, do you think he puts on there when you can go run and pee when you're listening to the Core Extra podcast? We should. Well, I think I did see it on there, and they said any anywhere between the beginning and the end. <laughs> Run and pee. You're not going to miss nothing. You're not going to miss anything. Just go and yeah. come back. Make a sandwich and then come back. Yeah, you won't miss anything. Don't worry about it. But uh, but now there was a, a I don't, and I can't remember the name of it, but the company that has the boats you sit out in the water. And, and they put the screen out in the water. They, oh, that's different. Well, they were going to come to Cincinnati, but they had to cancel it. I, I, they don't set up permanently, obviously. They come for a period of time, and I think you can get four to six people in a boat. It's not like a rowboat, you know. It's not like that boat that uh, <laughs> that, that Meryl Streep and Kevin Bacon were in, in the River Wild. No, huh? It's not like that, but uh, yeah. And they were going to do that, but because of the Rona, they couldn't do it. No. Now, if you guys listen closely, we're outside. Now, I'm, I'm not going to say anything for about five seconds. Listen. You can hear the core extra jet flying above right now. I don't know who's on it, but that's the jet. It's not us. It's not us. Now, it could be the pilot because we've had problems with the pilot. Uh, I don't know if we put that on the podcast, but we're having serious problems. He wants to raise, he wants to get get uh, some more benefits. And Steve basically summed it up and told him, look. You need to get a pilot's license. <laughs> you got to get a license first. And then we'll get you start talking about benefits packages. You know, this guy's just flying around on loose. So yeah, that might be him leaving. That was pretty erratic. He was pretty low, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, the Corexter jet only flies at like 2,000 feet. <laughs> With a rubber band. We, we try to conserve fuel. We don't want to get up that high. And we determined that if you get up real high, it just takes you longer to land. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> we stay That's low. That's pretty good, yeah. We get to where we're going, baby. <laughs> we're right there. So I don't we, think there's many buildings that are 5,000 feet high. No. Just, so, not, just not Katomi Plaza. Yeah, I mean, you could probably from, because we go to Vegas for the show, 
I don't think there's anything from here to Vegas. No. You know, maybe a mountain. <laughs> a canyon. I mean, you could probably go, you know, I yeah. don't know. Why well, like get 30,000 feet? It takes forever to get up there. <laughs> Why waste all that fuel getting way up there? So what else is going on? What else is going on? Well, let's see. Since we're outside, this is spontaneous. No, I don't I don't know anything else is going on. We've just been, you know, trying to live with the with the virus and uh, do what we have to do. But I did see something. I did see a story uh, this morning that we can probably go into great detail on on one of the episodes of The Attic. And if you guys have not heard our our feature, our new feature, The Attic, I think we have three episodes up. Yeah, there. three of them. It's where we dedicate those shows strictly to paranormal, unexplained, and supernatural uh, occurrences, events, legends, rumors. And um, we have three of them up now. Our most recent one is... There goes the plane well, again. Yeah, Fine. well, he's coming back. Uh, so uh, our most recent one is the Philadelphia Experiment. And Steve uh, dug deep into the actions around the Philadelphia Experiment. And this Thursday... Uh, it is about werewolves. We talk about werewolves. Fact in honor, or in fiction. Honor, fact or fiction in honor of Halloween. So check those out. Speaking of Halloween, we in one of our meetings, our production meetings the other day, we, we're not decided. We have invitations to several things, several events. We have an invitation to Haunted House. Uh, one of them is they just said come to the Haunted House, you know. One of them wants us to do a live episode from the haunted house, which I'm not sure I want to do. Uh, I don't know. I and, mean, and the other one, a guy, he owns property where there's a alleged haunted property in an abandoned building, and he's challenged us to spend the night in the abandoned building and bought and prod, bought and podcast from the from the. Um, Abandoned building. Basketball so, Jones. Is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's what happens when you go live. When you go live, you know, you get all that. So, so yeah. So we might do one or the other. We also have one more. Yeah. From the Grand Man. What's his name? I, I messed that up. I just saw it. The Grand Sultan of the uh, Satanic worship rites wants us to stop by. Yeah. I don't know if we should do that. Yeah, well, he may want Steve to stop by. No, I'm, that's way low on our list. <laughs> but I know one half of the Corex podcast will not be stopping by. No, that one's way down on the list. Yeah, 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 I won't be doing that. And if you remember, oh, you did the Bigfoot, didn't you? No. If you remember, we have a friend of ours, Fargus. Fargus. He wants to come back on. If you listen to our Halloween show... From, was it 20, last year? 2018. No, 2018. You got to listen to that one. Yeah, you have to. I mean, that. we have probably the best known sighting of Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. And pictures. Fargus, uh, Fargus is the real deal. Fargus chased Bigfoot through the <laughs> Fargus is the real deal. I can't wait to get him back on. Is he talking about coming back He's on? Coming back on. He's already back on for the Halloween episode. Oh, okay. Which is Saturday, the Saturday is the Halloween. Yeah. So our Halloween show will be a Thursday. Okay. So we can't wait to get Fargus back. And it'll be on the attic. Yeah, sure. So has, has, so Fargus is still around. 
the, the 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 mental health authorities have not taken him <laughs> taken him away. <laughs> he's not been removed from day to day society. Just because he saw Bigfoot, we can't say he's mentally ill because well, no not, one else has seen him. Well, I'm not saying he's mentally ill. I'm just saying he would be very comfortable in. He's some, eccentric. He would be very comfortable in a facility setting. That's all I'm saying. I can't wait to get him get him back on. Oh. So we are in intense negotiations with his people. Which is not that hard. <laughs> you just call up and say, is Farkas there? Yeah, okay. And he's ready to go. You know, but yeah, but that's what's that's some of the stuff. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Just make sure you listen to the Halloween. 2018 episode. Yeah, it's really good. Because the Attic 2008, uh, the Attic Halloween episode will be bits and pieces of stories. I've got a great one from a first-hand eyewitness of, um, I have a great one from a first-hand eyewitness of hauntings of a mausoleum. Oh, really? Oh, man. So our Halloween show is shaping up to be an extravaganza. Yes, it is. Yeah. Now, we were going to broadcast or, or download the episode of us going to the Haunted Museum in Las Vegas. But, of course, of course. I wouldn't go in it. No. Because uh, they have a Dybbuk box in there. And I'm not going in. Steve wanted to go in, but not me. We called a buddy of ours, Post Malone, and he said, don't go in. <laughs> yeah. Read yeah. up on that one. <laughs> yeah, read up on Post Malone. Oh, so, so, so here's what I was going to tell you. I read this article in the, in, it, this was today. It was, it was on the day. About this woman, 15 years ago, she visited Pompeii. Okay. Well, she stole some rocks, some rocks from Pompeii yeah. 15 years ago. And if you go, if you Google this, you'll see where she's had nothing but bad luck. And unfortunately, she got some cancer, had a, had a double mastectomy. Her family is in financial ruins, is her words. You know, so she mailed them back. <laughs> Today is when they talked about it. So she just recently mailed these things back with a letter apologizing for taking it, basically saying she was young and dumb and, uh, and, and, and took the rocks. Now, here's what's interesting. I guess they're at Pompeii at whatever tourist museum or whatever they have. They have hundreds of letters of where people have taken stuff and mailed it back. And they have these letters on display and people talking about how horrible their lives have been since they did this, since they took the rocks. So, so uh, uh, Google that. Google that. A woman returning rocks to Pompeii. I've not heard that one. I've heard Hawaii, though, that... They're always returning rocks to Hawaii. Yeah. Now, I haven't taken anything from anywhere. Mm-mm. and But I can tell you, in the last 30 years, I've had some bad luck. <laughs> okay? And I could probably, not from taking anything, I'm sure all of us. Think back on your last 30 years. There's got to be some time well, you had bad luck. I think there's a big difference between having bad luck and having a double mastectomy and your family's in financial ruins. <laughs> Well, you know, that, I've had some I've had some bad luck, but I didn't get my foot cut off. That's that's true. That's true. And look at look at our boy Post Malone. I mean, his he was the one that said this, not yeah. not us. Not us. Yeah, Post Malone said his life took a heck of a turn. What but, is that called? The Dybbuk? Dybbuk. 
Dybbuk box. Dybbuk box. Look yeah. that one up, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm but not, not too close. I'm not talking about it. You guys look it up if you're interested in it. But we'll talk about that on the attic, and, and uh, we'll also talk more about Pompeii. Now, uh, they only identified this woman as Nicole, but uh, apparently she's been going through it. Whatever happened to her, she blamed it on those rocks she took from Pompeii. The only place I've ever taken anything like that from are like beaches that you go to, not like a site like that. Because if you remember, I told you, and I think we even talked about it on a podcast, when I was in the uh, catacombs in Paris, underground catacombs. You took a skull? Uh, yeah. <laughs> People take bones out of there. They take bones, they take skulls. I mean, who would want to do, even if you don't think it's cursed, would you really want the skull or leg bone of somebody that died a hundred years ago? I wouldn't want Have that. Have you seen some of the people that walk around town? <laughs> Where? What do you mean? Anywhere. Yeah. Look at them. Some of them would love to have a skull. I can't. I, I, I don't know. And then put it in your suitcase and... How do you get that through... I don't know. Customs. Or how do you get that through the TSA? I don't know. With a skull in your... And then what do you do with it? You bring it back home and put it on the mantle and tell people, hey, I stole that from the I catacombs. I stole that from the catacombs. I mean, I don't know. And, you know, it's down there and... I don't know. I just wouldn't want it. You know what I mean? Well, I just, because you're a normal person. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. There's a lot of not normal people walking around that yeah. would love to have a skull. And you know, and this this everybody is different with the hunters and people who hunt big game and all that, but even as a kid, I just thought it was a weird thing to walk into somebody's house and there's a rhinoceros head and they go, "Well, I shot that." <laughs> yeah. I'm like who would want that on their wall? That's what I know. I never got. Well, why would you want that? I'm, I know. I'm not what, a big uh, hunter. I know what people are going to say. Well, you eat meat. I know. I'm talking about trophies. I mean, and it's not like. So here's the thing. Here's the thing that I never understood about it. Like they'll say, well, I, you know, I shot that. What'd you shoot it with? Well, you know, I had this Remington shotgun. I'm like, so it wasn't like you wrestled it. No, and, no. <laughs> you know. I mean, a six-year-old could stand here and pull the trigger and shoot a... It was a fair fight. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, there's this one floating around on the web now, this woman where she killed a giraffe. And she posed with it. And I, Now, I don't know, maybe maybe giraffes are aggressive. I don't know, but I don't think giraffes are like badasses, you know what I mean? I mean, you could probably just walk up and shoot a giraffe. <laughs> I'm know? sure that she got some bad hate mail for that. Yes, she did. And I guess that's what I mean. I mean, you know, I guess you could just shoot a giraffe. It's not like walking up on a lion or, or a tiger or something. I don't know. Yeah, but where they shoot those animals are usually those preserves. So. It's like fishing out of a swimming right. pool. That's not right. a reserve. Well, it's not a preserve. They shoot them in jam jars. <laughs> I sure you. You didn't catch that either, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't listen to the show. <laughs> Shot him in a jam jar. That's a, <laughs> a, a huge jam jar. It's humongous. But, uh, yeah, even the animals, I mean, look at them in the zoo. Right. They just sit there. They just sit there. When they take tours through those areas constantly, them animals aren't afraid of them. I think the zoo is, and just speaking of our zoo, I think the zoo is great for research and all that, but just, I always thought 
And this is not like a, a statement now, a political statement. Even as a little kid, I always just thought it was weird that I would go to this prison-like facility and say, oh, there's a hippopotamus. And I used to, as a little kid, I remember looking going, well, but why are they here? Like, why are they behind bars? You know, because back then, back then, it wasn't like these wide open zoos now. No. I mean, this was bars and cages, you know. And they just pace. Yeah. Because they were crazy. And I remember, I remember going to the, remember the ape house is what they called it, Cincinnati Zoo. And they would have these big apes and they would just sit there or pace back and forth. And I used to think to myself, well, it's just like they're in jail. Yeah. It's like, why are they just sitting there? Why don't they let them loose? You know? So one time I crawled over the thing and let the apes loose and they ran loose and, and then they ended up running for office and they started talking. <laughs> one of them named himself Caesar. Caesar? <laughs> Was it Caesar? I think I technically started Planet of the Apes. I like that. <laughs> so I don't go to the zoo now. Now, at our zoo here, I don't know if you remember, they used to have a haunted house. And we did used to go over and ride the rides at the I do zoo. remember the rides, but I don't remember the haunted oh, house. Oh, yeah, because we used to get on that. We used to stay on it. We didn't get off. We would just keep going through the haunted house. Over and over. And they, they say, you have to give us another ticket, because you used to have to have tickets. So we would buy enough tickets for like three rides and just not get off and keep going through. See, that explains a lot now, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That explains a lot. I do remember they did have some rides. A lot of kids go to the boys club, yeah. YMCA. I rode the haunted house three, th- three haunted times every house time. three yeah. times. Yeah. That's what I did growing up. But no, yeah. Yeah, they used to have a haunted house, merry-go-round, and, and, and all of that at the zoo. But now they don't have that. Now they get rid of that for bigger areas for animals. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, sure. Well, I... Uh, I think we have covered just about everything. We covered drive-throughs. We covered, <laughs> we covered the zoo, <laughs> Pompeii. Only this is the only podcast where you can talk about drive-ins, yep. movie theaters, the zoo, and Pompeii all in the same. All in the same time. Those are all in the same episode. I have it's, a letter. Oh, you got a letter? Yeah. And so it's perfect. Word. It's perfect for this. We only get one letter. We only have one. It's letter. from Susie. From Portland, Oregon. Well, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Susie, I hope everything's okay up You mean as, as opposed to Portland, Tennessee? Yeah. From Portland, Oregon? Well, you never know okay. anymore. All right. I put the Oregon on there. Okay. I'm just assuming she's from Oregon. Okay. So we won't even do the intro. Because no. we're out live. Just read the letter. The letter basically says, and this answers your question, how come you guys don't stick to one subject and you just rattle? <laughs> Well, Susie, because it's our podcast, (laughs) we can do anything we want. Right. Well, Susie, here's what you should do. If you want to just stick to one subject, contact uh, on a podcast, contact us. We'll hook you up with Podbean. In our opinion, the number one podcast platform. We'll help you get your podcast started, and you can drone on and on about one subject for about an hour and a half. Like this letter is droning on and on. Right. So don't write to us no more. <laughs> well, we just figure it like this. Here's how we figure. We figure that a lot of you are driving, or some of you are just sitting in front of your computer uh, waiting for Chris Hansen to show up. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many of you will get that, but a lot of you are just in front of your computer or driving, so we just thought 
we cover a variety of topics to give you something to think about and have a little fun. Uh, I, but I'm going to answer her question for real. Um, when we first started, you know we did a lot of movie reviews. Yeah, that's what we mostly did. Yeah, we talked about a lot of movies. So we started looking at other podcasts and other blogs and so forth and so on. And this one podcast, and, and I'll never forget it when Steve and I found this, the movie they were talking about, and I'm not going to go into details, I'm not trying to embarrass anybody or troll anybody, but the movie they were talking about was an hour and a half or a little over an hour and a half long. And they talked about that hour and a half movie for two hours. Yeah, at least two hours. And Steve and I just looked at each other and thought, well, how is that possible? How, if you read the script, it would only take you an hour and a half. Yeah, they critiqued it to death. For two hours. I'll never forget it. It was like two hours and two minutes. And the movie was like a, an hour and 48 minutes or something. I'll never forget that. And I just thought, we're not doing that. No. You know. And that was that led to our conversation about we're not going to do spoilers. Uh, and you know my favorite spoiler type thing is? Not even when people tell you, well, this is what happened. I like when they do this. They say, now. At one point, the neighbor comes over. Now, I don't want to tell you what happened, but keep an eye on the neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you just told me what happened. Yeah, you just told me. You know? So we said no spoilers. Now, there's a couple of things. Like, I think I did a podcast on Avengers Endgame and Venom where I had to do spoilers because it was continuity issues. And well, if you that. haven't seen it right. by the time we did it. Yeah, yeah. You know, then... Tough crap. Yeah, you know, like I, I think I can tell you with, with being very safe, to tell you that uh, verbal, verbal Kent is the killer and usual suspects. <laughs> you know, if you, if you don't know who Kaiser Sose is yet, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. I think by now the cat's out of the bag. You know, so. Um, but yeah, but that's why that's why we try to cover a little everything. Uh, those are the most of the shows that we've. Yeah, remember when we grew up, everything was a variety show. Yeah, you know they have a little singing, a little dancing, so we do a little, you know, a little Pompeii, little, little jogging. Little that. right. That's I mean, why Susie. If Susie, if you want to, I can spend another forty-five minutes telling you about the Pompeii letters. <laughs> I think people would drive off the road if we did that. You know. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> yeah, look it up. But also those explosions that you heard. You don't get that anywhere. No, no, nowhere. Plane noises. Yeah. You don't get that guy bouncing a basketball. You don't get that. Yeah, these kids are over there. I should go over there and show them my move. Uncle oh, Drew. Yeah. I should uh, go over uh, there and pull an Uncle Drew on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the only difference is this Uncle Drew ends up in an <laughs> ER. <the> emergency room. <laughs> right. Same here. You know, but yeah. So, look, I think we've covered everything, Steve. We, wanted, we, to, we wanted to drop in another podcast and let you guys know what's coming up for Halloween. We have a lot of stuff coming up. We've been watching, I've been watching anyway, a lot of Halloween movies. Um, and uh, we have a lot to do here in, in October. So we're really looking forward to it. And then, of course, we slide into our holidays. Yep. You know, somehow we, we, we were all set before Corona to have a huge Thanksgiving party. Bigger than the last one. Yeah, but there's just really no way to do that. Because honestly, even if they lose, you loosen up the restrictions. I'm not, I'm not going to be. Well, there. no one's coming. Right. That's so, but at one point, um, 
I think back in January, February, we, man, we had it all lined up. So, so we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. All right, Steve, that's all I have. That's all I got. Well, listen, thanks for listening. Comes the plane again. See, that's why we don't give him a raise. Yeah. He's driving around, flying around Just in flying circles. around in circles. Guess he's got to get his hours in. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, thanks for listening. Please like us, uh, review us, subscribe to us anywhere you can. We're on all social media platforms, and you can find us anywhere you podcast. So with that, I'll say I'm Kurt. And remember, I'm Steve. But listen to The Attic. Thursday. Thursday. Another episode of The Attic comes out. And that episode is about werewolves. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Stay safe.